0: right on radio right on radio welcome to right on radio my name is jeff i'm joined by jesse and of course we have tom with us today tom is the author of the script the immortals and his claim is that it was stolen and became the movie the matrix but what is really incredible is when you look at the entire script it describes the current matrix we are living in so we're going to get more into that and we're going to be breaking some news with tom today that is well it's going to make you laugh i'm pretty sure <laughs> uh but we're going to save that a little bit later on uh, in the show uh just before we get going i got a couple quick announcements uh, Jesse, you said a prayer the other day uh, on our show. It was an altar call, a call to Jesus, and there was a great response uh, to it. Many, many people did. So we want to say that we are going to be praying for you, and we're going to be praying that someone comes into your life and stuff like that. We want to say it. Uh, Jesse, what do you want to say to these fine people who just came into our heavenly club?
1: Yeah, keep keep reaching out. and. You know, we'll, we'll help you walk through the steps of learning how to walk in faith and help you find places where you can be discipled in that faith. And and
0: Jesse, should they contact you through your website?
1: Absolutely. Yes, you can let us know that you just came to the Lord um, at illuminatethedarkness.com and reach out and we'll have some individuals reach back.
0: Yeah, because this is a legitimate ministry and and there's a whole team of people to help uh, get you through this. And I encourage you to go there. And by the way, just speaking of reaching out, please don't send me emails saying, please get this to Jesse. You can actually contact Jesse through her website. (laughs) I get so many questions to give to you, Jesse. Some of them I just answer. Like, um, I don't know who the Antichrist is.
1: <laughs> That's like the ultimate question. Thank you. That all started with good dog. We'll give him the credit on that one. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it, it comes out all the time we get this question um and uh oh also normally we well sometimes we do a bonus show on Friday and tomorrow being Friday we are doing a bonus show and I want to tell you the lineup of guests that's right, pluralized. We have the great David Zublick from The Dark Outpost. We've got Chantal Maybell from Aquarius Rising. We've got Carmen Struder, who has her own show, Pastor Dragonfly. We've got George the Iceman from The Reveal Report. And we've got Jody LaDolce coming on. And it's going to be a spectacular show that you do not want to miss all right let's get to it tom all we've right. been talking on the phone and there has been a ton going on in your life we got to be close to the target because you've become a target mm-hmm. as always mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's, it's funny it's it's you what you do is you pay attention to the talking points too and you can learn from the other side the enemy and you can learn from the good side too so You can take it as like a library and learn from both sides. What are they most afraid of? And that's really how to weather a lot of this is find out what is the other side most afraid of. And that'll come through in their talking points. And you can look at it and read between the lines and say, okay, this is what they're most concerned about. They're concerned about us taking this action. They're concerned about us putting prayer on this subject. They're concerned about us working together with these people. And that's exactly what you learn. And so I'll tell you, Jeff, you are definitely up there on making a difference because they specifically mentioned you And uh, we've had Jesse mentioned in the past, and there's this attempt to divide the fortress, if you will. And so they'll come in and try to like, look for the cracks like Jurassic park, the dinosaurs looking for the weakness of the fence and they're not finding any. And so um, more and more that as desperate it gets, it's like we have people coming forward and some of the talking points are just getting outlandish where it's like just throwing a tantrum. On the other side, there's calls from all around the world and it's just amazing people who are reaching out and, and wanting to connect and want their stories told and, and wanna you know, talk to you and, and uh, connect with the, the warriors. And so it's, it's really cool to see uh, those of us that can be like a galvanizing force that God can use uh, to let them know they're not alone and to let them know that uh, there is hope and that uh, they're at the best time to be alive and to make a difference and that, that we do embrace them and lift them too as, as brothers and sisters.
0: So Tom, the obvious question is, what are some of the talking points that uh, these people who we're gonna go unnamed, we're not gonna make them famous by any means, but what What are some of the talking points they go to? And then uh, i bet you they're gonna be similar to what Jesse gets.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay yeah okay i mean yeah we're probably gonna match up well one of the ones they're using now i mean it's it's switched from um you know he must dye his hair to he's on drugs to he's on speed (laughs) now it's to you know um actually the one lady who's main player she has her people saying that i'm i'm the um uh evil one the dark one the antichrist i'm like wow okay but that's funny because before she said i'm just a footnote in history so if i if she's now calling me the antichrist that means i just moved up in history as a you know, mover and shaker. Although, you know, they usually put the opposite. Another thing they're throwing is, um, not that the Antichrist, is the mover, or shaker, you know, right. but the thing is, um, they're also throwing that I'm bemoaning, um, complaining, and um, saying life is terrible. I And I'm like, whoa, do you have the right guy? Because I'm like saying that life is amazing, it's the best time to be alive, it's almost getting nausea how much I say that. And it's like, you know, the world's amazing, layered thinking, we've got, you know, perfect time in history. Great group of people. My Facebook is maxed out at friends. I can't take anymore. I had a slot I could put you in. And it's like, you know, it's just people all around the world calling. I wouldn't call myself bemoaning and complaining. I'd say this is a great time. So they're looking for a way to, you know, shutter us and shake us and shut us down and draw people away. And one of the tactics is to wait until all comments are done on a video. And then they come in and it's like hours later, they'll put their tag in. He'll be the last one on there and uh but they really have torn into you me jesse and now they're doubling it now they're saying things like you know michael yako and tom are both delusional the number one word the other side loves to use it must come right from the playbook is delusional they just if they can't beat it, you, then you're delusional you know it's like it just somehow they love the sound of that word it feels good on their tongue and that's what they want to throw to sound academic but they can't
0: they can't attack the message so they attack the messenger
2: there you go. There you and go. So that's mainly, delusional. that's mainly it right now. So yeah. So
0: if,
1: cares cool. if you're delusional, Tom, you've got great hair. So, you know, what I mean, <laughs> just flaunt it. Be like, I have great hair. I'm Tom. Just own
2: it. I know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: My <laughs> eyebrows
0: are delusional. <laughs> so Tom, I must say you're looking sad today. You, oh, know, you. That, <laughs> that, 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 you know, that frown that uh, turned upside down, I guess. Uh, I know. I know. And the wimples,
2: the, the wimples, the uh
0: <laughs> so so Jesse, uh, what what kind of attacks have you been getting? Um, you know, uh, when you get these notes? Are they doing the same thing? Are they attacking your message or are they attacking you?
1: Yeah, no, it's it's attacking me. Um a little bit with my message and stuff, but mostly me. And um, you know, I get all sorts of stuff that I'm still involved in, ritual sacrifices and I I'm supposedly like you, Tom, you know, where I'm like, I'm working still hand in hand with the Antichrist to raise him up and, you know, as the Queen Mother of Darkness. And, you know, it gets really good sometimes. I'm like, wow, you know, this is interesting. Maybe maybe I should play this out a little bit. <laughs> but <laughs> It's like, supposedly, you know, I'm doing everything still for the system and, mm-hmm. You know, it's just hilarious sometimes. And
2: and the, yeah, they'll tell us each that too. They'll say to me that that's what you are. And then they'll say to others, that's what I am. And they have groups that do that. It's amazing. They think they can get in that way. And uh, another one is that I'm a Hitler supporter. That they're saying <laughs> that Hitler. And that my screenplay was simply uh, a, f- a fairy tale about Christ and Hitler. And it's like, what? No. <laughs> At the end, he's the only character that balances it out. But I'm with you. Yeah, it's been a lot of just, just. You know, you know what
0: that that comes right out of rules for radicals. You accuse the other side of doing exactly what you're doing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, oh, you watch. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, sorry. I just an important point because I, when I mentioned books like that, and I and I realized from the chat the other day, Jesse, I've been wanting to say this for about a week. When we were talking about the the uh, uh, the flame, what's it called? Initiates of the flame. And now we mentioned Rules for Radicals. Listen, people, do not go buy those books. Don't buy them. I know you want to do research. You can get free audio and stuff like that off YouTube. There's people reading them. Because when you order these books, first of all, uh, you're giving them money. We don't want to do that. The other thing is, those books, Jesse, are prayed over. And they're, they're cursed. And you're bringing a cursed item into your home.
1: But, but you don't have to be afraid jeff I guess I don't want people to feel that way like you just have to pray over it rebuke it and say lord let me use this for your glory you know so i agree I do but
0: yeah I agree you shouldn't be afraid but why give them money why mm. fund them you, you get it for free
1: because maybe it's seed money and if you anoint your money and your finances then you're putting anointed money into their banking system
0: oh, wow Jesse good Good. man you 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 know what we gotta we gotta add to the stewarding course and put something like that in that's you
1: i mean you just gotta think backwards like you know if they curse everything and try to get it into our homes then we can bless everything and try to get it into theirs
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay jesse we're doing another video we're working hard this week Mm -hmm. (laughs) we gotta do another video we're gonna put that up on the class all right so so tom Mm -hmm. I just want for clarity for the audience. Are you a Nazi white supremacist?
2: (laughs) No, (laughs) no, I'm not. In fact, um, the reason that um, the architect is who he is in the screenplay is that we can all look at the worst character in history, the one I condone the never would condone. And if we have pathos for all characters, even the worst, um, like a, a feeling of compassion for even the worst, then we have a compassion for all humanity. That was one of the messages that I had, not to condone the word, no. But you learn a lot from that period, from that Nazi World War II period, which America and England supported. You know, you talk about the Ush group, uh, I'll just say that, Ushby, and uh, they <laughs> were the ones that funded them and the ones that promoted them. And who was supporting eugenics? America and England. And so we were doing something where we were supporting a regime and we do that all the time in this country, in America. We support regimes and then we play with them like puppets and then we destroy them, when we no longer find them useful. And I just watched a program last night, a documentary on Nazi Germany because I was doing some more research for the books and stuff. And this, the um, I call them the uh, SIA, SIA group, which is, you know, um, and, uh, what would you call it? Uh, anyway, you know what I'm talking about. The alphabet boys, we call them, the SIA, SIA. Mm,
1: yeah. 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 yeah, anyway,
2: yeah, they actually, yeah, they instituted the idea of working with the um, Nazis in Argentina and Brazil and goes right to the screenplay. So we actually I hit it on the head when I had uh, the Neo character being a CIA, low department working with uh, what they did was the CIA was actually well, sorry. was working with South American Nazis. And so what was was to stop communism, our main enemy. So it's all coming out. But the thing is, like, yeah, we they went down a dark road and they really got bored. They didn't have a job to do. There was no longer a need. There wasn't a war going on. So we had these guys that were there uh, to fight this war against, you know, world war. And then they became out. What are they going to do? They started turning on their own our, their own people and started to have a power uh, thing to keep themselves um, needed. And uh, that goes with uh, what I call the uh, fibby. Fibs, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the fibby. <But> yeah.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah. That, might just so that, more.
0: that just might stick, you know. Uh, yeah. I like that.
2: Yeah. So that's what's happening. Then we find they're showing up in our own lives when we have material that can change things. I watched this documentary, not to drag this out too much, but it's it had, um, I think it was Göring, was saying that um, we have, they, they said they had to do this, children took taken from other families and like mainly Poland, 20% from Poland, were taken in this kinder situation where they took them and bred them or raised them in white uh, Nazi families and they lost their past. And so the idea was, they said, We're gonna take pure blood and raise them as our own. Otherwise that pure blood could be used against us. And that's exactly what I see happening in our own lives. It's like, what happened to my family was they considered me pure blood, bloodlines. And so I didn't do what they wanted at Roberts organization and these other groups like um, Sia and Phoebe that were trying to recruit me. And so I became a bigger threat, traitor, threat and my talents could be used against them, they thought. And so it's all about uh, them or, you know, you're erased. It's like you joined them or you're erased. And I kept seeing that theme and they kept courting me going, you're one of the elite now. Your life is over as you know it. You're one of the elite now. You're gonna just enjoy everything you get. Don't try to make a difference. So it's time to think that thinking around, you know? And in the screenplay, it's like, you got two different groups with well, the you know, the Sias and the Phibbies are in there. And our main character's part of that in the beginning. Then he gets totally trashed, thrown on the bus and his partner in the, in the department forms underground. And they try to make a difference. And the options they see are only two options. The ones under the architect who are actually doing um, all the horrors with their agents, or the son of the architect who's claiming he wants to bring up one world order where all are given uh, the program and given good lives. Well, it turns out to be a lie. And so that's thought to be the only options of a one world society coming. So that screenplay seemed to nail it, but there is another option. And that is artists and writers and people of faith that have a heart and have the courage to go through the fire and stand together as we've been tested already. We've all been approached with, you know, Jeff is this and Jesse's this and what do you think? And we're responding strong, you know, it's like, well, they are my friends. They're my brother, they're my sister. You know, we're responding strong. It's like, they don't have a way in. And they're panicking because when one or two or more gather that actually do have the smarts, the intelligence, the compassion, the faith, and have been tested, then they run. They run like rats from the ship and it's over. They didn't think there'd be any other option, but we're presenting another option. Follow God, listen to God, do the work, and listen to what's already out there. It's buried for people. They have buried it through their media. Six corporations basically own them all, and that's their, they're doing their agenda. And they say there's two sides to every story, not true. Not when the one side has a pure like totally an agenda, that's no longer two sides to a story. When you got an agenda, then the other side is the one that actually has the true story. The agenda is not a story it's it's a it's a they're gonna do anything come hell or hot water, get their way mm-hmm. and uh, there's no reasoning with them so it's it's not it's not two sides of the story in this case. It's an agenda, and we have a story and the greatest story ever told and I
1: love that you brought that verse out, you know. Uh, wherever two or more gathered in his name, there he is in the midst of us. And, you know, the Lord says that those who contend with us contend with him, mm-hmm. you know, and as we gather together, his presence becomes so overwhelming that they can't move forward. They, There's nothing they can do. They're trying to go up against God and his will in our lives, which what is his will? His will is that we bring forward that truth. Mm -hmm. and that we lay all things bare before the eyes of of the world and you know nobody can stop the will of god
2: especially when we open our hearts to as creators as creative beings um Mm -hmm. the the whole work came i told jeff the whole work of the immortals came from me saying lord is there a way that we can show you that we will be faithful that we have the job chance can we have the chance to um a brother a sister work together to create something that wakes a world and now how many times do we hear the word they're awake and it comes from this piece. it comes from this very work and they, they say it's a you know a fantasy of christ and hitler they're upset because the message gives the glory to god and to christ in the end and it mm-hmm. tells exactly what's going on including the tech that's in our time they don't want this made and you said about money and donations. That's one of the talking points I neglected to mention. Is they're talking about don't give money to this guy. He's knowing you. He's telling you everything that's been told before. No, I'm not. None of us are. We're talking new things and discovering ourselves on your program. We're discovering new things as we speak, as God leads. We're discovering things that have not been spoken, yeah. and we're the ones that can put it together. Because look at you. Look at how you were bred. Look how I was bred. We were to be the inside. We were to be top people on the inside, and here we are speaking out for the people. And Jeff, there you are right in the center and what you've gone through. So I I am just excited to be alive at this time and to have made it through the fire, made it through the testing. It's not fun going through the fire, the furnace. It's not fun going through the testing. But if you can make it through, nothing beats it. Nothing beats it to know you came out the other side and you weren't diminished. You were enlarged. And you're standing with other people that that are unburnt, standing together and strong. So all they can do now is try to turn us on each other with their lies and their It's not working.
0: I feel left out. No one's accused me of being the antichrist yet. No. No, no no one's, you know, I I haven't been called the white supremacist Nazi yet. I should I should reveal some of my past.
2: (laughs) You're given given the mystery cloak. I mean, they'll say things with you, Jeff there. I mean, just for the sake of the for humor here, I guess, or whatever. Well, it's like I don't know about Jeff. Jeff doesn't seem like, you know, Jeff seems like he's something else. You know, you can't trust Jeff. What do you think of Jeff? What's your take on Jeff? It's like, so they're keeping the mystery thing. I think they're saving you. I right, think people are be like, yeah, it's like it's Jeff with it all, with look how he stringed, you know, Tom. Yeah, and they're building
1: up bigger, you know, it's part of my deception, you know, I've hidden Jeff this entire time, you know, <laughs> right.
2: And here's Tom with Jeff's strings, it's like,
1: yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and handlers, <laughs> <laughs> people, okay, I right. want to know. <laughs> it, <laughs> I'm a big handler, but I also am handled, I guess. I don't
2: know. Well, that's the thing. Handlers come right and left. I got so many handlers coming now. And it's like, it's unbelievable. They don't get to have their teeth in. I let them speak. And they're like, you know, then they come back wanting to talk more. But the idea is that they don't have the power. They want to feel clever. Like I said, clever is their big currency in Hollywood. Be clever. That's their weakness. They don't want to be laughed at. If you want to bring down the evil side of humanity, just laugh at them. Laugh at them. And let it be known like how ludicrous what they're saying is and let them be laughed at. They can't handle that. They'll run from the battlefield if they're laughed at, you know, pull their pants down, they
1: run, they run. Well, the funny thing too, is just the lack of knowledge of terminology. If they really listen to what we said, you know, it's like, I grew up in a world, I didn't have handlers. The hierarchy doesn't have handlers. They have almost like a fellowship type program where, you know, you have a proctor You have somebody who's training you like in an apprenticeship, you know, you have teachers. Um, So it's kind of interesting, you know, I'm like, I never had a handler, maybe I should get one, I don't know. Anybody wanna apply for that job? (laughs) The thing is, perhaps
0: I've been secretly imported they well, would say that. They would, that say, was, yeah, they would say that.
2: <laughs> but see, you know, one of the jobs of a handler is to take up your time. You'll notice that what they do is they'll come in like they're somebody that, you know, oh, I love what you're doing. And then they'll just send you line and line paragraphs and paragraphs of nonsense. And it's supposed to make you look crazy as it, with association. And it's like, so you just try to love them off and just go, yeah, no, I'm with, you know, take care, you know, God's there. Da, da, da. Well,
0: that's, and, Tom, that's a perfect segue to what I wanted to say because a couple of things have come out. Um, and Jesse highlighted the fact that, uh, you know, when two or more are gathered and you notice on this show, we never call for violence. We don't call for, you know, canceling people. We don't get, ca- you know why? Uh, it's it's one of the best kept secrets It's simply because the Lord says, vengeance is mine. Mm -hmm. And you see, when we pray, we pray good things over our enemies. And the scripture says, it's like putting hot coals on top of their heads. Mm -hmm, mm So, you know, we we legitimately pray with warm hearts that, you know, you get saved from the system Mm -hmm. that you pull out of it. You turn to God, you can get eternal life. Mm -hmm. It's not too late.
2: That's and great. that's what we do we love them we lift them and that's why i try to do with handlers too and suddenly the handlers become my friends and they're talking about having dinner sometime later mm-hmm. and things like that it's like these are the ones that are supposed to destroy me and let me know they're supposed to destroy me and then they give me information so the other side's falling apart it, it, they think it's that we're too likable believe it or not they think we're too likable or have too much um charisma or something all of us like that room of warriors you're forming up for your friday show it's like you know with you guys too it's like it, when we're gathered, it's it has a draw. It's like they used to call it a magnet, you mm-hmm. know? So they don't do that. They're not that exciting. A lot of these guys that turn to this evil stuff, even in Hollywood or even in uh, Phoebe and, and uh, Sia, they are actually guys that were kind of nerdy in school and they they um, didn't have any friends, got bullied. So they don't want to ever lose that power or have that done to them again. And they turn up being nasty. Payback time, I guess they think it is. And that was explained to me by my honeypot wife. She explained it. So, you know. And then she explained to me about the laws of nature too. And that's the other thing in this documentary I was watching about uh, Germany, Nazi Germany. uh, It was saying that, he was saying, you know, taking these kids is important because it's the laws of nature. Even says the laws of nature, that if we let these grow up and become uh, pure blood that is working against us, then we let ourselves be killed. The laws of nature says, bring them in or destroy them if they won't. What? Uh, That's all fear-based. Yeah. And then there, you know, you can't have a good relationship if there's fear. If you and I, Jeff, well, we are, we're like brothers and friends. I see that. And I, I say that. If we had fear between us, then we wouldn't have a great relationship. It'd be like, oh, uh, dog, squirrel, you know, like the cartoon. We'd be like, you know, it wouldn't be very great. But without fear and with layers, it's like all positive. It becomes these dynamic relationships. Every time I see you guys, I can't wait to see you guys. I'm like, yeah, there they are. Woo-hoo. It's like fun. And the other side sees that. They want the bigger party. And it's like they're sitting there with these different changes and things like that going, wait, they're having more fun than us. That's what's driving them crazy. And they're laughing at us. That drives them crazy. You want to change the world, laugh at the dark side. And, uh, yeah,
0: the, yeah, that's how it works. It's, it's, not, it's not the toy. It's the box it came in, right? That brings yeah, the really. To the, to the little children. Yeah. But, Je- Jesse, Tom said something I think you could expand on. Uh, something we haven't really talked about on the show very much. The laws of nature. What does that mean to you, coming out of your background?
1: In my background, there was only one law: kill or be killed. Mm-hmm. So everybody who was in the system potentially was a severe threat to you. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. you wanted to survive, you know how do you survive? You get rid of all of the threats.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so that was as simple as it was. There were no other laws or anything.
2: And then it gets scary too because they layer on the other one. They say in the laws of nature, which the Honeypot Wife explained to me, that back, went back to um, Mickey Langstrom, let's say it like that. Oh, from from isticb Dis. Anyway, so what happened was she was telling me that we are supposed to feed upon the weak Feed upon the weak; that they are food, quote, food for us. Now you understand what happens to the children. Why? What happens to, um, you know, anybody? Like in a circle, I think you brought the idea of their circles. If someone in our circle, like Jeff, if you appeared weak to me, if we were the other side, then I'm supposed to consume you, take advantage of you, and that's the law of nature. Also, that they tell, they, they told me this. Unless I'm willing to do that, I will never quote succeed. I'll never be taken in to the circles. So just expounding on what you said, Jesse. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, the sad part is that, you know, at the higher levels, you know, that's how even at the lower levels that, you know, there's this whole spirit world where we have an enemy who, you know, his, his focus is not that we would have life, nor is his focus that the best of the best have life. You know, he's only got one goal. He intends to destroy everybody. So even all of your efforts to preserve or keep that life, you know, that's how he keeps people in bondage. There's always that fear of death at the, at the heart of it, you know, and they're surviving so that they can live forever. Mm -hmm. And yet in the end, that, which they strove to hold on to the most, they will lose, you know, they will lose their own life. Not only that, they will lose eternal life. Um, you know, if they do not repent and turn away from sin. So in the end, it's a lose-lose game, right. you know, so.
2: And it's interesting to use family. One of the main playbook tactics, I think it's very important to speak out, nothing you can agree. Family, they use family, they either buy off family in positions they you find your weakest link in family, or they divide family, like they'll approach them and try to, um, you know, get them to say something nasty or things like this or re-indoctrinate your children. My children were reprogrammed by a certain organization, mm-hmm. you know, the unrighteous right. But the thing is that what they do is they actually reprogram with social workers and things. Mm-hmm. And so what the they say like, okay, take these rewards, take what we're offering you. We're offering you the chair for an elite, better life. You're one of the elite now, is one of the things they'd say. It'll help your family. Your family will be safe you'll be successful. Your family will want for nothing ever again. They always use the family. But what I found was when your family agrees with what's left of my family, agreed to stand strong. When my son said, dad, let's not, let's not give up. Let's see this through, let's stand strong. When my young son said that to me, the feeling of, wow, his courage, his faith, <clears throat> and standing together was unreal. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade it for the world. They cannot hurt what's left of my family. We're standing together for what's right, so the other side is lost. Then they start trying to court you again because they have no way in. They're trying to check your friend base. Any woman that was interested in me was approached. Two weeks later, she was approached. Any woman that, and they were beautiful, amazing women that would come to me and then they're approached by people they don't even know for two hours sometimes, two and a half hours. Don't say this guy, this guy's evil, he's bad. No, don't do it. And then they're told they're being warned for their safety. It's yeah. a system they use, divide, conquer. They do not want you to have the pillars in life like marriage uh, and a secure thing because that makes you look like you're stable and you can go forward with your mission. If there's an agreement in a married partner and the children also understand and you're standing strong as a family, there's no greater love. There's no greater feeling of a united front that the other side says, you can't touch this family. Mm-hmm. We all believe, we all stand strong. You can't pull us apart. That's the other side difference. Saw before,
0: you know, and but they they tend to pervert everything that is good. And mm-hmm. uh, when you talk about the family, uh, what brings to mind? And we've been talking about the light side and the dark side. Uh, in American politics, there's something called the family, mm-hmm. and you know they all proclaim the name of Christ, mm-hmm. but they leave out most of the Bible. And and by the way, your most powerful people in Washington are in the family. And they're the ones who host the national prayer breakfast every year. Mm -hmm. This is a huge, huge thing. And what Jesse has been pointing out is, you know, the, well, the light side is letting the dark side fall. And Mm -hmm. because they don't care about each other. It's survival of the fittest. It's law of nature. And, and the other thing that you said, Tom, fits into this. Um, I don't think we need to go down this rabbit hole. But when you said consume and people are food, um, you want to go to the top ranks. That becomes a reality in your life in that world. Cheating on your wife isn't good enough blackmail anymore. That's what they do. They set you up with the
2: women they want you to be with if you're a guy. And if you're a woman, they set you up with a guy. And they'll say these people have been promised to you or they're the ones you just be with. And it's like casting a show. And that way they have complete control, don't they? On everything you're doing, what you're gonna have, your items, your evidence, anything. And it's right, the consuming thing too, the honeypot wife even told me, uh, as horrific as it sounds, not to go so dark, but she said we could order steaks from India. That was human and she wanted to do that with me. And I said, no, my God, no. (laughs) While she was thinking that, you know, Tom, understand the laws of nature. They really take you down a situation where they own you. And they want you to cross the line and it creeps up on you. And then suddenly you're going, What? No, absolutely not. And then they're like, then you will not succeed. You will not be taken in. You know, what's wrong with it? It's unbelievable. Yeah. But you know what it really comes down to, as I think I said before, is they're bored. When you when they have it all, like they take care of each other, scratch each other's back. And when I was brought in by um the unrighteous right, I'll say it that way, they gave me everything I wanted even a motorhome to use everything. And, and then kind of like everything was being provided and it was an easy life. It's seductive, an easy life, right? And the idea is that you're supposed to only be loyal to them, not any ethics, not any laws, nothing. They answer, quote, only to God, but that's not God.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's always this idea of a master race or chosen ones, or we're, the, we're different than any other church. That's cult talk. And that's something that's going to divide, it divides and it ruins the world. And you're going down on a sinking ship when you get on that boat.
0: Although, uh, Tom, I'm going to disagree with you slightly and Jesse, I'll ask you to weigh in on this, but they are worshiping a God. It's just a small G God. Mm-hmm. You're right. And uh, the main word
2: you're right, the honeypot wife was said was success. All her passwords would succeed, success, success, success. Last thing she had said to me basically was, um, <clears throat> the only way I'd ever turn on you, Tom, is if the offer be instant success. In Spokane, Washington, and there it was. So easy life, successful life, and they make you think that's the only option. Either you and your family join the program and have this easy, successful life, or you're going down. You're going to be destroyed. That's what the screenplay talks about, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Go ahead, though. Well, it's interesting with the easy life. Something I haven't shared on air before, but uh, you know, Satan has come to me twice, mm-hmm. and. Both times were offering me, you know, what I wanted at the time, which was girls and uh, and money. And you know, uh, I turned it down the first time flat. I was scared. I called on the name of Jesus. wasn't even born again. But the second time, he was much more deceptive. And I was actually offered well. I'm going to call it a franchise. I'm not going to give out uh, the specific details of it, but uh, well documented because I was with this, I, 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 thought it was a good thing. It came as a thing of light It came lifting up Jesus Christ. It came, uh, you know, with the, with the mustard seed, you know, the faith and, and everything else in this franchise, I was being groomed and literally this went on for months with this person. And I would become this person and do his role. And he had done it for over 50 years. And in this role, Let's just say this, uh, for American fame, he's been on The Tonight Show 27 times, been on Letterman, been on all these things. I would have taken that place. He's had audiences with the queen, with every major ruler in the world. In the Philippines, over a million people would line up to see this person, Mm -hmm. and I was chosen to become that guy, and then all of a sudden, I saw the evil in it, and I wasn't even born again, Mm -hmm. and I turned around and walked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what happens.
2: I got I got tokens too, Jeff. I'm so glad you stood strong. Like even right here, I have this back here. This is a reminder from Senator Warner. And it was like I was being recruited to be his personal, you know, top guy, attendant. And so it's like all these different people from congressmen to senators to, um, uh, like I said, Phoebe Sia, and uh, Hollywood, uh, uh let's say, Tanks Hom and Han uh, um, Roward, we'll say that, were supposed to be my mentors You know, when I was in Hollywood. And it was it's, it's seductive because it's instant, instant success. It's like they line it up and they can do that for you. They can give you everything you want. How many people can stand in that? There's not many that do. They can say, oh, I wouldn't. And then they do. I've heard so many times people go, I'm 100% with you, Tom, 100%. And I know what's going on. And here's some information. And then they're approached and bought. They know exactly what they want most and they go for it. It basically has to come down to you. you can't be tempted by anything. You can't have any chinks in your armor. And you got to care more about um, humanity and you know f- uh, having your faith strong than you do about your personal gain. And that's, if you had the, us drink from the river, how many would have that cup or hold that cup?
0: well the evidence is there quite quite a few and Jesse they they're very deceptive because they will even lift up the name of christ mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: oh yes they you know we got to remember the enemy you know knows scripture and you know George Eisen brings this out all the time on his show on the reveal report that you know when you're training at those higher levels you spend hours you know sometimes it's months years, you know, perfecting things that are in the black magic world. And, you know, if they spend, or let me put it this way, you know, on average, you know, I'd have every single night where it'd be starting around, you know, 10 PM usually, you know, until two, three in the morning. So how many that's five, six hours, every single night that was spent you know, one-on-one with all of this specific training. And, you know, if they're spending five to six hours a night where they're studying scripture, they're studying the ancient books, they're, you know, meditating on these things. How many hours do we spend a week meditating on scripture? Do we even spend five hours a week thinking on the word of God? You know, they spend that a day, you know, in a 24-hour period. So, you know, they're already at 20, 25 hours a week on scripture. And, you know, we got to step up our game as Christians. If we want to, you know, be in this fight and we have to know, we have to be sharp in the word, you know, to speak the truth and, and put that out there.
0: And, you know, they, uh, you know, a lot of people call them the Illuminati. They, they think of themselves as the enlightened ones. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to say they are the enlightened ones. Mm-hmm. There, there's been a lot of stuff that has been hidden from, well, it's it's been in secret uh, that has been hidden. Because we are made in God's image. They think they can become gods themselves. That's the difference. That's, that's we true. know, as as more of this stuff is being revealed to us, that yes, we can do incredible supernatural things but we do it not through our own strength and our own authority we do it through the real (laughs) lord the one who died on the cross not not the not the fake one that is to come which is when they lift up the name of jesus that's the god that they're referring to is the one that is to come yeah and and it's the false one
2: you know they they you're so right and that's one of the things they do they play god that's what they want to do and they are also collectors They're really into, like, I think you guys hit this before here earlier, where they want pure. They want pure people of faith who actually are gifted, who have certain looks, certain features. And um, that is most exciting to them, most stimulating to them. And they want to dirty those people and Mm -hmm. own those people and possess those people. Because it's almost like a candy shop and where the you know, the bonbons. It's like they want to consume us and have us or own us and mentor us to make us their own. So those of us that are, that are actually pure in our faith and actually are pursuing a calling and are good at what we do and loving, we're the top targets. We're the ones that are like, oh, I'd like to possess that guy if I can make them fall. It's like dangerous liaisons where they wanted to go for the woman that was the most pure and they make the bet they can take them. It's like the Job story. They actually get off on that. They get excited about that. And that's what happened to me in that
0: one organization. And, you know? and Tom, when when you're disobedient, you pay the price, and mm-hmm. you've certainly paid the price. You've lost two of your sons. Um, they've dismantled you. Got you know you got robbed of you know mm-hmm. probably over a billion dollars in uh, in revenues from your script. Um, Mm -hmm. But you're not the only one who pays the price for disobedience. So this is where we should break this news. And it's, by the way, this is not brand new news, uh, but I didn't put it together until a couple of weeks ago. And I told Jesse, I just started laughing. And I said, we have to bring this on the next time we have Tom on. And, And, but what was surprising right before we started recording, Tom knows why this happened. So I'm going to show a picture of, well, the directors of the movie The Matrix mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and who they are now, which is really, really interesting. So here we are. We've got the Wajowski brothers who were directed The Matrix. And now, as I'm describing this for the listening audience on Podbean... Now they're the Wajowski sisters who run YouTube. Mm -hmm. Tom, how did they go from these directors to running YouTube and now are, uh, I guess, transgendered? Mm -hmm. Well, that was
2: one of Warner Brothers' um, um, things they wanted to bring across, their agendas, if you will. It was to bring in transgender things, uh, try to influence the youth with that, even uh, pre-adolescent and uh, you know, break up identity and family and things like this. And then they also wanted to show that all of us, it doesn't go hand in hand, but that we're all dark at our core, that we're all selfish and we want for ourselves in the end and that they whisper through their art all the time, if you can call it art. So those are the two main agendas of Warner Brothers alone with Disney. And so what you have is they did a situation where they they went back against the cabal. They, they did something where in the first film the Matrix, they put in all my information. Like I said, they put in uh, my high school, blatantly, you know, Central West. They put in my name, Thomas A., my Scottish clan name, Anderson, my birthday, as it was in records in 96, corrected later, July 22nd. They put in my dad's name, John A. And so they put all these things in the first graphic shot in The Matrix. They weren't supposed to do that. They weren't supposed well, to they do
0: they that. thought they were mocking you. But- yeah, that's what... But it, is, but, but it backfired because it actually lended to your credibility, right? Because the a person from the story department called
2: me and said this has happened. They they didn't count on. See, they weren't likable. These two, they they get the PR treatment from Warner Bros. and Hollywood of being like just clowns and loving guys. No, they're they're very sorry to say arrogant. And so what happens is I know they'll strike this now, but arrogant. But the thing is, like, that's who they are, and they weren't liked. They weren't liked at all. And it was common knowledge that the work was stolen. You know, that's what, that was leaked from inside too, that everybody on the studio knows not to talk about Tom Oldhouse or um, this other lady who was the head of the story department prior, I submitted to. And so they know that. So they know it's being stolen. They know they're bragging, they're not fun people. They're arrogant and mean, you know, 20 foot or you're fired if you're within 20 feet on the set. So someone's gonna leak it, obviously. Someone wants to one-up them. So, what they did was they, by putting all this information in and being linked to me, was in for a split second upside down in that interrogation scene. I'd only know if they told me. And then being told about the clock face, you know, here, the clock face, 7, 2, 59, my exact birthday, 7, 2, 59, one before the 60, and 44 in 2003, four past the four on the red hand. You can't get better than that. I'm in an industry that uses 10 after 10. So, you're right. So, that's why they had to pay a price. There is always a price to pay, as you said if you're disobedient. So you're
0: they disobedient. made them
2: become ladies. Yes, and Larry's Larry Larry isn't, Larry's a dude, Larry's a dude. Yeah, I have a good friend of mine, I won't say her name, but she actually modeled the character uh, Brave with red hair after her. She makes jewelry for the stars, red carpet all the time. We said we'd be on the red carpet together. I was her coach at one point, uh, acting coach. And so what was interesting is, she said she went into the bathroom at a Hollywood party and Larry followed her in was hitting on her. After he's got this other wife, he's hitting on her, you know, in the bathroom. Yeah. And she could say to go that. And so, he's a dude. He's a guy. And he's still hitting on women. So, uh, something doesn't sound right. And then we've got Andy. And Andy, he came on later, he had to be a woman, and he wasn't even listing himself as it with Matrix 4 because he was part of that graphic inserts. I mean, that's like signing my name all over the work over and over. You know, it's like my high school, my birthday, my dad's name, my my uh, birthday on the clock exactly and age, and then TA 4099 in the column of that first graphic in the interrogation scene. If anybody goes to the DVD or VCR even, you can't erase it, it's there. And you freeze at the interrogation scene when Smith lays down a green folder, opens it, there's all my information. And on top of it, they stuck Michelle McGehee as the art director, as Neo's mom. Owen Patterson as a production manager, as Neo's other school. And so it's there's no way around this. The game's over. And they know it. And their players know it. So now they're throwing you like you lost your case. You lost your case. You you, you, you had your day in court. No, he didn't, not yet. We will with you know be fraud that gets us back in. So the fraud that they did, all the fraud. But anyway, yeah, so the punishment for Andy was he has to be a girl. And he was asked, you know, publicly, so in the interview, how do you feel? You're happy now? He goes, not really. And I think Jesse could understand this too. He he slaps on a black sag dress, just like a sack dress and a wig. Looks like he just came out of a bar joking around. Like, I throw a wig on and I, you know, like he's at a party and a black dress. There's no jewelry, no makeup. He doesn't want to be a woman. Not very glam. Let's just say that. No glam at all. And these guys want to be seen for glam. You know, it's like
1: I I mean, people don't really understand the torture of what this all entails, you know, um, because like you said you know he slaps on the dress and the wig but also you know these are guys who usually you've got to take care of the facial hair and all that and, and so they have to go for you know torture through waxing other you know procurements for this and I, i'm sure you know it is just not their day you know They have to do it every day. It's not just something, you know, that they have to endure once. It's a continual reminder. You messed up big time. Um, (laughs) So, you know, and (laughs) us women, we all know what heels are like, okay? So imagine guys having to try to walk.
2: (laughs) I know, especially a dude who's like, you know, talks about, I guess you can talk about bar brawls and things like this and wanted to fight, you know,
1: as a woman, oh my God, they just sent him to hell. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I had to go through the actual etiquette classes as a kid, you know, where they stick the book on your head and then you're trying to walk with the high heel shoes with the book, and I mean, so I could just imagine what these guys are having to do to get that walk down, because you've got to have a good walk like a woman, you know, you, and they don't just make you a regular woman, you've got to, you know, have that little bit of a seductive twang in your hips. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I got to show this picture just one more time. Go ahead. ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now that we've commented
0: on appearances. And by the way, we're not judgmental. No. Um, But, you know, the, the, uh, the, the dreadlocks and that, it's just really not flattering. Not at all. He said Girl. that 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 children
2: look at his hair and they get dreams and they think magic and dreams and it enlightens them. His <laughs> hair, okay. We can put his hair onto a post and then let children be enlightened. But yeah, it's just incredible. But Annie, like a no massive
1: good- twisted, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, can what is that stuff you buy at the fair? You know that comes in. Oh the-
2: yeah, 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 silly string.
1: No, 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 it's like the- Cotton candy? Cotton candy, looks like a mass of cotton candy on his head.
2: (laughs) You know, what's also unfair about this too, is that if they think children are being influenced by them, they're supposed to be like the poster people to encourage people like we wrote the matrix, therefore be like us. It's like, you know how much money it costs to do that change? And how much, you know, I mean, for them to have it done like Larry had it done, that's a lot of the money that should have been in my family to do good and to do, make a difference for my, you know, for the family and my children, going on his head and going on to his body, you know? And it's like, it, it's giving a false message to children and youth going, you can be like me and be free. It's like, yeah, if you wanna pay all that money too. And what are you doing to your body? Especially pre-adolescence. So yeah, anyway. But yeah, they're, they're paying the price because they reveal the cabal. They put all the information in to reveal that this is Tom Althouse's work, you know? And when you finger it, you know, think of it. It's like they don't have a copyright on the Matrix. They have a copyright on the Assassins, but not the Matrix. And here, this is we have the copyright that precedes, as we said, the shooting of the Matrix. This is the 1998 version, right here. It was used on set, and now people are coming forward saying yes, it was used on set. So a new phenomenon is happening. That's why Larry, not Andy, rushed forward. Matrix Four. Now, why after all this time? Because I was not supposed to be around, but now that I am, they're trying to cash in before we actually come with a legitimate court case a real court case where we get to have fair due process, which we had none before. And so what's interesting now is Marvel Comics is doing this thing where, okay, look, Marvel Comics and Warner Brothers was involved in the Batman Fingers family situation. uh, The Punny wife had told me that they had a problem they were dealing with when they were bringing me down. And that was the same players, Marvel and Warner Brothers with our script. And so they let the Fingers family have their due, their grandkids got the due. And now the clouds have lifted, they said, and they're having this wonderful red carpet life apparently. So they gave legitimacy to the Fingers family because they had me coming around now. Same thing with the Matrix story. And so the idea was that, you know, we'll let the Marvel Comics guy, uh, let them have credit with Marvel Comics and Warner Bros. Now Marvel Comics is coming forward with emails and texts to me saying, let's do a blend of Cypher Man and Immortals. They want to do a blend. So they're almost handing a ticket out that if you want credit for your work, then we got to share the credit. And that's something. That's yes. where we are now. We have to share the credit. So that means the other players, the head players that we've talked about before are no longer useful. It's a new game in town now because we're saying we understand what's going on. We know we know who's involved. We know what we're worth. As Jeff said, and we know what we're worth. So it's a whole new ball game. But, you know, Hollywood and all these players that are dark can make a good choice if they feel that humanity wants to actually do right, act faithfully with compassion, if that's where the real power lies,
0: then they'll come on board. I guarantee you they'll come on board. So Tom, being uh, the Hollywood insider, you, you might say, and I know you you have uh, quite a, a Rolodex, and for the young kids, that's a, a that's your contact list in your phone. <laughs> but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what is happening in Hollywood today? Is Hollywood done?
2: It's not done. It's trying to re. It's trying to reform. It's trying to reform. And what I've been doing is to beat the beast. Basically, what I'm doing is I'm trying to get them to make a good choice. I'm holding up their humanity, not the evil, and I'm trying to say, look. If you do the right thing, it'll be more profitable. If you, I tried to use your language, if you do the right thing, you'll be heroes. You'll be the ones that say, you know, did the right thing in the family. Even key players in this, even key actors are being contacted in this now and are sending messages back that I can't disclose right now. And so this idea of they can have their legacies, that's the key, we're dealing with humanity. In the end, they get concerned about their legacies, right? There's a story about a cardinal that's dying in literature. And uh, he starts confessing everything on his deathbed. And he lets him know all the horrors and things he did because he wants his legacy to be cleared. And so that's really what, that's their Achilles heel. is feeling dumb, not clever, being laughed at or mocked, and the
0: concern for their legacy.
2: So that's Well,
0: and if they want fame, if fame is a big driver, Jesse just disappeared. So I assume there's something happening there for a moment. Okay, all right. Uh, But... I will speak on behalf of myself and Jesse. You too could have the fame of being on right on radio. (laughs) We'll have you on, you Hollywood people coming out and fighting the powers. Right, Jesse?
1: That's right. We will let them on the show and and give them a fair voice platform.
2: (laughs) I think the Wachowskis would be surprised if they appeared with me on the show like yours. I'd be fair. And I would be, you know, um, easy on them, but I would say let's compare
0: stuff and let's be open. You know, I would say let's be open. You know? Well, the the unfortunate thing is they run the the platform YouTube, and because we mentioned their name, I can't put this on YouTube. <laughs> oh well, they anything with me on it on YouTube, then you don't understand. They don't want the
2: word out. Yeah. I think they were put on YouTube because they're they're trying to block anything that comes out. that's truth, they don't want that out. I mean, they put what my high school, my name, everything in that first graphic. And so it makes sense why all these YouTube things are happening with the other players. Other, I mean, other people are great hosts. Sarah, Red Pill, Seventy Eight, all these guys. You know, they're they're all getting struck. Michael, all getting struck. And so they're just pushing their buttons. They want to stop it. So I think they were put there on this very purpose to try to quiet the voice. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad you brought that up. You know, they don't want this out because this can change everything. The work is supposed to give glory to God, to Christ in the end. That's how it
0: ends. Certainly change them. Yeah, they, could out. they could, you know. I, I keep laughing about this. I just, I thought it was so funny. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it is. It's amazing. I was just, it is. kind of like. did a... bad. No more penis for you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's still there, but yeah, it's well, like well, I'll, I'll tell you. Well, yeah. one of them lost it, didn't they?
2: No, he's still hitting on the women. So. Oh,
0: okay. I yeah. thought I thought one of them was a
2: legitimate uh, transgender. It's the reason to go into the girls' restrooms and hit on okay. people. Okay. So all right. Still, yeah. In fact, he had a interview with a humanitarian award, which got it from my work. He's like uh, saying like, I bet you're wondering um, what's under here or something. He actually says it. One of the first things It's my hairdresser knows. And he goes like, he goes, I will tell you this. And he goes like about his hair. He goes, and this is wild. He goes, the how do you say it? It's so gross. He said, the carpet matches the drapes. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Really? No, we're not interested, Larry. It's not of an interest. So we're not interested. The news:
0: the carpet matches the drapes.
2: Yeah, not interested, Larry, <laughs> it's not interested. Yeah,
0: it's like that's he's
2: obsessed about thinking he's you know people are just dying to know. So oh. so,
0: so no waxing in the Nether region. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> well, anyway, so, yeah. I, I would challenge that. I, I yeah. they have to endure that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So isn't that yeah, as soon as he other made that elect- statement, he put himself in jeopardy. <laughs> yep.
1: right, among other elect treatments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, we haven't said, did we say their names? Did we say it like straight out? I did,
0: did
2: yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. I would love to see it go up on YouTube and then, you know, because it's just very revealing if it, if it just was taken down and be like, yeah, there you go again. But the thing is like, yeah, it's like the truth is trying to be buried. So they use their players and it's a small circle. Their circle is really small in Hollywood, um, you know, Fibby and uh, Sia and uh, all these other guys, these players, it's a small circle. They keep it contained. Like in our situation, very, very few players are really involved and they recruit minions to work for them. But they need that because of leakage possibilities. You know, mm-hmm. so they're they're ready to crack because their alliances are ready to fall. So YouTube would be an award for them. It'd be one of those rewards to satiate them while at the same time they're in timeout.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> wow, this uh this show hit a new low, and it's my fault <laughs> with, with this. Um, it's true. So listen, it, the thing is, uh, if there's a point to be made from this, is you know we're having fun over here. Um, it, the, the little things in life that can bring us joy, like just just our fellowship together. Uh, we're we're laughing, we're smiling, and. You know, other people have all the material things in the world, and they have the sex parties and all this stuff, and their lives are empty. Look at most of these Hollywood stars in their last days; they're not enjoying life at all. They're living the curse that they signed up for. And uh, if you're in Hollywood, if you're one of those people that are even not involved in that, you want to come out, contact us. Yeah. You know, they're lonely too. A lot of them are lonely. When I was
2: taking on that trip to DC by the one professor who was part of the ring. He kept saying he was so lonely, so lonely, I'm so lonely. I'm like, wow, that was part of the hit. You know, part of the approachment was that. And I'm thinking when I was in these circles being recruited, I look around and I'm like, I didn't see happy people at all. They weren't happy, drugs, alcohol, everything else. They were trying to make themselves happy. And they seem to be like, why is Tom so happy? They're like, everybody loves you. Nobody hates you, how's that happening? What are you doing? What are you saying? I'm like, I'm just being me. You know, just being myself. And I have happiness and joy. And that's why, like you guys, and it's like, that's why they're trying to talking point. Now we started with talking points of he's moaning and bemoaning. He's miserable and he's blaming and, and, you know, hates life. No, I love life. I love the brave people around me.
0: Well, they so. can only hang out in their own circles. Uh, they have to have bodyguards wherever they go. Beyond that, they have to live in fear and have security on their property and everything else. And that's right. By the that's way, right. I do believe in security on your property. Uh, you yeah. know, I I do that as well. But uh, you know, I don't have armed guards out there. Occasionally, I do put my mother-in-law in the sniper's nest. You know, she's been working <laughs> on the shop for about seventy years now, and yeah. uh, so you know she can man the turret. Uh, I got my daughter uh out there, you know, even when we broadcast, she's out there manning the dogs and uh and my wife is at the ready, she's just doing laundry right now, but she's ready to jump in and uh and defend as well. Mm-hmm.
2: Well you raised something really important. They push each other it's great. Yeah by the way. They push each other <laughs> forward. <the> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: You know how they said about like they're all um you know out for themselves? They push each other forward into the fire. The fact that the sisters, brothers, sisters are on running YouTube is they're making them liable. They're pushing them forward to take the fall. Mm-hmm. See, and they keep doing that. You do it, you do it. So there's no loyalty in their ranks. You think of a army, their army, jostling and pushing each other forward to take the fall in the fight. And they don't wanna be the ones. They're all generals trying to lead from behind. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, they're cowards, basically, the, the ones that play in Hollywood. And they're seeing courage in us. And they, I keep hearing, you know, they're fans of the work, They're fans of the work. Now the person that approached me and told me about all the inserts in the first graphic, which is a done deal, like you said, it's over. It's a done deal. Either now or in the future, people are gonna catch on and know, no matter what the talking points they throw. They'll see it's true. I mean, my high school, everything, what are the chances? Mathematical probability off the charts. Just can't yeah. be, like winning the lottery over and over. But the thing is like, they know that. Now that the brothers, sisters were not fans of the work. They didn't like my work. So on set, they were mocking it. Well, they, they didn't understand it. it. Yeah, they didn't understand it. So they're mocking it on set. In clips you see, you see them that, that way. And that's what I was told. They're mocking it because they don't understand it, as you said, Jeff, Tom. They don't understand it, I was told, by the contact that told me. That's why they stuck those inserts in there. And that's something, because they wanted to be more clever and put it in plain sight. But now it's caught up with them because they weren't liked. So one of the biggest ways to win the world over for good is be genuine, be likable, be like naturally likable, compassionate, have strong faith. Don't have any chinks in your armor. Get to the point where you're not tempted by anything. You can do it. And also apprise your family and see if your family will stand together with you. And then you have no, no way for the enemy to enter. And form a good circle of warrior friends. And I'm glad you're doing that thing on Friday with some names I respect and I've been on their shows. And I would say they are, they're a room of warriors and they're great hearts and they've had the courage Sarah even had her side struck after an interview with me, but she she had the courage. Now I understand why the sides have
0: been struck. I get it. It's supposed to make nobody want to work with me, but here we are. This is great. <coughs> and by the way, Sarah was invited to be on. It's just a scheduling issue. She can't make it. Oh, right. I thought she she's was on. Okay. On. Anyway, but she's great, 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 great she would person. love to be on. Um she well, later she will. Cast, She'll be later. Uh, when she's she was amazing. on before, and, uh, and I'm a big fan of her show as well. She's um, amazing. Yeah. Especially she when she has Jesse on.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah sarah and, and i have some great talks <laughs> yeah
2: she, she's a sweetheart but yeah. yeah so yeah good things let's just establish a record great things are coming uh there's gonna be talked about it too jeff like you know there's gonna be a period because people have stood up and said i'm gonna give i'm gonna serve i'm gonna do work that wakens people wakes people and lifts humanity all humanity all humanity we can't leave anybody out like you said jeff you know we're saying to these guys in Hollywood we're lifting you too make a good choice be part of the real party be part of the real happiness and we'll even teach you layered thinking there you go
0: amen yes and tom we're uh, we're working on your course it's been a bit delayed because of things happening but it is coming to right on you and by the way all of the uh, the links are going to be below. If you want to support Jesse, uh, you want to contact, you know, illuminatethedarkness.com is the website if you want to contact her. Uh, her Patreon is there. Her books are on Amazon. And, you know, a good way to support the show, and Jesse and I is going to write on University, where we're not doing any advertisements or anything like that, but we're giving you something of great value, particularly in these times. So I would highly suggest that you, consider uh, taking this before the price goes up June 1st. Jesse, did I miss anything?
1: You did not. I think that's
0: great. Well, and and Tom, your, uh, your website is, say it again. Redpillrising.org Redpillrising.org and you can find a lot of the stuff on Tom there as well. Thank you for watching Right on Radio. Remember, Friday's show, we've got the great David Zublek, we've got Chantel, we've got Carmen, we've got George Iceman, and Jody is back with us. We've got a really special topic. Uh, You're going to want to check that out. We'll see you next time. Thanks for watching. Again, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community by anointing it. who's right who's right he's right right on radio right on radio